to today's podcast. We're going to be talking about the language of nursing. And so we're going to unveil the secrets of medical terminology for nursing students. I'm your host, Nurse Eads, and today's episode is a treasure trove for those looking to decode that language in healthcare. You know, it's a fast-paced world of nursing, and understanding medical terminology isn't just about passing the exam. It's really about providing quality care and navigating that medical field with confidence. And as we're nearing the first weeks of school, this is the perfect time to get into this vital subject. We're going to cover some of the top 40 prefixes and suffixes that are essential in the nursing field. Um, And we're going to look at a little bit of that definitions and some sample words to go along with that. Make sure that if you get a chance to come back and listen to this, bring your notebook with you um, because this is going to be one of those episodes that you just don't want to skip over. You want to really make sure that you take notes. So with medical prefixes and suffixes, they may seem a little bit cryptic at first, trying to figure it all out, but understanding them is really how you really like learn how to grasp that knowledge. It allows you to break down and and sometimes even when you're not sure, really determine what the meaning of it or the topic is about. It really provides clues, not only into the meaning of the medical term, but it also aids you in your reading assignment. Um, And so we're gonna just dive into a little bit of this and start um, creating those building blocks. So I'm just gonna go straight into it. We're gonna start with the top 20 medical prefixes. I might just run through these to kind of just give you information, Um, but feel free to come back. If you have any feedback, any questions, any suggestions on ways that I can get this to you a little bit easier, please let me know. Um, And so, and we'll start to like, profound on this maybe with another podcast but in the meantime let's get into it so one of the common ones that you're going to hear a lot and we start with that is hyper in in essence think of the word hyperactive or above or excessive so when you see that you're thinking more increased Um, hypo is the next one you hear that a little bit with hypotension and i i as a nursing student never really paid attention to what I was saying. Like, I always heard hypertension and I thought, oh, blood pressure. Do I have blood pressure? Yeah, I do. But I never paid attention to the fact that people's pronunciation of the word makes a difference. Hypo, hypertension. All of those are about pressure. One's about being below the normal range. One is about being above the normal range. So when you hear hypo, you're thinking below or deficient. Uni, as in unilateral, is one. When you think about bi, you'll see uh, bilateral. That's two. Tri, you think of tricycle or triglycerides, that's three. Quadra or quadriplegia, that's four. So when you see that word quadra, just think that's four. In my brain, my brain goes uno, dos, tres, quattro. So kind of just kind of think that when you hear quad, you're thinking four. Multi, like a multivitamin means many. 
with semi, in an example of the word would be semi-permeable. When you see the word semi, you're thinking half or partial. Another prefix includes um, inter, like in interstitial, which means between. And so when you start to learn about interstitial spacing, that's fluid that gets caught in between the layers. Intra, a word that you will hear commonly, intravenous, intravenous, excuse me, means within. So when you're putting an IV within, IV catheter within their um, veins. So think of that. Extra, outside. So extracellular, outside the cell. Sub is usually under, so subcutaneous which is under the skin, found under the skin. The word super, as in superficial, super means above or beyond. When you see the word pre, you're thinking about before. So an example of that word would be prenatal. The opposite of pre is post, which would be after, so postoperative. Antibiotics means against. Another one you might see, um, I'll stick with antibiotics. We'll just stick with that one. Dys, D-Y-S, as in dysfunction, meaning bad or difficult. Dysphagia is another one. Auto, autoimmune. Auto means self. With hemi, that's, that's kind of similar to semi, in which it means half. So hemiplegia is a word you might hear uh, common within the medical field. Um, one that everyone, which is number 20, seemed to have gotten in the last three years is the word pan, which means all. So like the pandemic or pan panacea, pansia, panacea. I have to work on my pronunciation. But when you see the word pan, think of all. And so next, we're going on with suffixes. And, and so, again, just think of these. Make sure that you're writing them down. If you've taken a medical terminology class, this is really going to be helpful to you um, and, and trying to make those connections that when you see those words and you're trying to break them down and now they are um, coupled, your prefixes with other suffixes. It's kind of like helps you break down that word even when you don't know what it is. So for instance, um, we're gonna go into our suffix. Number one is ology, which is the study of. So when you think of cardiology, now with that being said, cardio is about the heart. And so cardiology would be the study of the heart, if that helps. Um, itis is inflammation. Everybody knows I got the itis. That's inflammation. So arthritis, is a word that you might hear. Ectomy means removal of something. So an appendectomy is the removal of the appendix. Ostomy is about an opening that's made. So therefore, um, if when you start to look at a little bit of your um, terminology, the word that I'm thinking of is colostomy. Um, colo really relating to the colon. So an opening made within the colon. 
Um, lobotomy. Otomy is a cutting. Lobotomy is um, associated with the lobe found in the brain. So a cutting made within the brain. Osis is a condition. So scoliosis will be a word that comes to mind. Allergia is really related to pain. So if you think of individuals who have fibromyalgia or they have myalgia, um, that is another word that you could probably you probably see. Phobias, please, when you start getting into your mental health, nursing, that there are a lot of phobias. So make sure that you understand that. But phobias are fears. Emias is about a blood condition. So anemia, thalassemia. If you see that emia, which is E-M-I-A, that is blood conditions. Um, sight, C-Y-T-E, leukocytes. It's about a cell. Pathy is about a disease. So neuropathy um, is, an, is one that comes to mind. What about gram? Electrocardiogram. Well, gram is about a record. So electrocardiogram. Well, we talked earlier in, in this when I said cardio is about the heart. Electro has to be about electricity. So electrocardiogram would be a record of the electrical the the um the electrical activity within the heart. So you see how that kind of works there? I hope that that come that correlates when you guys listen to that. What about scope? Scope is an instrument to view, so like a microscope. But you um will see this as an in another term, which is the next one that I'm gonna go over, which is ooh. Um, scopy. So that's S C O P Y endoscopy. When you add that endo within, um, scopy, that's viewing. So viewing within, um, and most of the time that's usually endo endoscopy. They're going into and looking through, um, going into your oral cavity throughout through your mouth and looking down within it can go um, into your stomach a little bit there just to see whether or not there's anything going on with the gastrointestinal system. Therapy is a type of treatment. So um, physiotherapy, psychotherapy, it's about a type of treatment. Malaysia, when you're thinking osteomalaysia, osteo is a is another one of those prefixes that you'll see that talks about the bone. Malaysia is softening, so osteomalacia would be the softening of bone. Apenia, that's usually a de uh, deficiency. So um, you might see that with in the word leukopenia. Well, leuco is about white, and that's usually referring to white blood cells. So leukopenia is that deficiency of white blood cells. Phasia. And I talked about this when we talked about dys. Dysphagia um, is, um, when, it, when you talk about phagia, that's about eating and swallowing. So dysphagia would be a discomfort and inability or um, more so I would think the discomfort with eating and swallowing. Uh, rhea, for thing come to mind, diarrhea. Rhea is about flow or discharge. And so diarrhea of course, flow or discharge of stool. 
Genesis. Genesis is about the formation of or the origin of or, or can be new. So carcinogenesis, got to say that right, is more so when you think of carcinogens, you think of cancer, genesis, the formation. So it's the origin of where cancer or the formation of cancer. When you think about medical terminology, if you've taken the course, you can start to see as we're listening through and you're starting to remember how to break those words down and it's slowly coming back to you, you see the benefit. If you haven't, as you're reading your textbook, I have learned as a student that one of the things that I miss most was that inability to understand what it is I was reading. Um, I currently, when I'm reading over material, is I love my Google, and, and let me just start with, um, they are not supporting me in any way when I make these suggestions, but if you have a, de a device that allows you to say, hey, what is the definition of this word? I find it easy to write that in because I realize that without the definition of some of these words, it doesn't help me understand the meaning. So when you're reading your textbook, you're reading over material, or even if you're listening to podcasts or watching videos and a word is used, make sure that you stop, pause, ask, define this. If you have a tablet that you can highlight a word, and it gives you the definition, especially if you're reading your books electronically, that's going to really help. The language of nursing is really intricate, but understanding these prefixes and suffixes is like having a roadmap. With them, you can dissect complex terms, enhance your academic understanding, and um, enhance your professional competence. And there you have it. Those are the top 40 prefixes and suffixes that form the building blocks of that language of nursing mindful of the fact that I had some issue with pronouncing them, but with more experience, we get better at it. And as we as we get into our new semester, or as you get into your new semester, remember that understanding medical terminology isn't a tedious chore. It is really a powerful tool that will set you up on that path to success within your nursing career and then within your program. This is going to be a journey into a new world or a different world where medical terminology is just the beginning of helping you be successful within that program. And we have so much more to explore together. So thank you for tuning in to the language of nursing. If you found value in today's episode, imagine what else awaits you in, the, in future episodes. So if this episode was helpful to you, please take the time to subscribe, like, or share it with your fellow nursing students and others. And don't miss our next episode where we'll be unlocking even more secrets of the healthcare profession. I wanna say that your support really does mean a lot to me and, as, and, and can be useful as I continue to bring more secrets into the healthcare profession. So please help me Keep continuing to create these contents and make a difference in your education. If you got a comment or if you have a feedback, I'd really love to hear from you. Leave a review. Tell me what you think. And remember, in nursing, every word counts. And we're here to make sure you understand each one of them. See you next time.